Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is up, football fans? I'm Danny Austin. This is the Live from the 55 podcast. We are recording from our Motorloop Calgary Barta Studios. We had a lot of CFL talk uh, to do, but before we do, look, I know this is a CFL podcast, but it is also a Calgary-based podcast, and the truth is my heart is heavy today. Uh, we received some awful news in the Calgary sporting community um, about Flames uh, assistant GM, uh, you know, longtime hero of mine, um, Chris Snow, and I just didn't feel like I could really go forward here without just really quickly just you know, offering my my thoughts and prayers up out there for Chris, for Kelsey, uh, for the whole family there. They've been such an inspiration as Chris has fought with ALS over the last four years uh, and it was just devastating, obviously, to hear um, about about what happened yesterday. He, he is unresponsive um, and I don't know. It's just sort of cast a pile over the day. It's tough to think about other things when someone you have so much time, respect for, and admiration for um, is... Is really struggling and that family has just you know they have made such a difference to so many people and uh yeah i just wanted to quickly before we go any further uh, it's going to be an awkward transition out of this but i'm not doing a calgary sports podcast or sports podcast that um records in calgary without just quickly just acknowledging and taking a moment to to think about chris and kelsey and the rest of the family so uh with that yeah let's um let's move on Let's let's start talking about the CFL because big week in the CFL. We got a really, which should be, I'm hoping, a fun, a fun podcast. We got Louie out of Hamilton. He'll be popping on here. Had him on earlier in the year, but obviously Hamilton, interesting team right now, fighting for that third spot in the East. Made some moves today, bringing in Darrell Walker, uh, you know, Jamal Davis. I think Scott Milanovic has made a huge difference there. Anyways, Louie's going to come in. They're playing the Stamps. It's crazy. This is if you'd asked me four months ago, this would all have been about Bo Levi Mitchell. You know, his return to the Ticats against the Stamps. He obviously is a bit of a legend here. It's not what we're talking about right now. A uh, bit of a weird game there. But we're going to have Sean Lemon on. We got a little surprise for Sean Lemon. Um, hopefully have a couple of his teammates popping in to congratulate him on what I assume will be this week. But if it's not, it'll be the next couple of weeks. Getting to 100 sacks. We talked a lot about Sean Lemon on Monday's pod. And we're going to hopefully have Sean Lemon on. And, you know, hopefully have a little fun. Just a short little segment at the end there. As I said, I wanted to highlight his accomplishments. And, uh, you know, I think that as a league, we got to do a better job. When people reach these milestones of really um, yeah, really making a big deal about it. And Sean Lemon's 
one of my favorite people around the CFL. So we're going to have some fun there. And then, yeah, I mean, like the plan, let's be totally honest here, was to <laughs> come in and, and go as hard as possible in this intro on the Argos and Bombers. I've, I've said that that's the game of the season. I think I've been saying that since about week three, not earlier. Uh, this is a game that a lot of us had circled on our calendars. You know, Busby and I have talked a million times. This is the one, you know, top team in the East, top team in the West. Um, great cup rematch the whole thing. Just felt like a blockbuster, and now it's it's not. Um, I think a lot of people have been pretty disappointed by the news this week. The, stand, the Argos, I apologize, have decided to sit. Chad Kelly, he will not be in a quarterback, at least for the start of the game. And, uh, yeah, the Argos are instead going to be rolling with Cameron Dukes. We saw him here in Calgary. Nothing against Cameron Dukes. But, you know, he's not Chad Kelly. And this sort of does take away a little bit of the shine from what was, was such a huge game. Um, still going to be a sellout in Winnipeg. I'm sure they're going to have a great time. But, you know, we all understand the reasons the Argos would do this. And, and we can acknowledge those while also acknowledging that we're disappointed. You know, they're 12-1. and one, They're the best team in the CFL by far. And they're going to be facing a team that, if we're being totally honest, is probably their most likely opponent should they get to the Grey Cup. So you don't want to show your cards. You don't want to put Chad Kelly at risk. You don't want to give the Bombers even the slightest bit of an advantage in case you are facing them at you know, the end of November. And uh, I get all that. So, you know, I understand it. And I'm not going to come on here and criticize Ryan Dinwiddie uh, or anyone in Toronto you know, for doing the best thing for their team. They earn that right. That's what happens when you win 12 of 13 games. You get to rest guys. They don't have any bye weeks over the sort of the last really couple months of the season. So, you know, there's no shade. No shade. You can do what you got to do. Um, rest Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. It's probably the right call for the team long term. But, like, man, it sucks. It sucks for the reasons that we all know it sucks. Uh, I just wanted to see how the Bombers matched up with the Argos. I, I wanted to see the best, two best teams of the league going head-to-head, you know, putting it all out there on the field. Back to, you know, it's kind of why we cover sports and love sports, right? And I think back to when I was an MMA reporter in my previous life. I mean, I'm not a fight guy. i the least violent person you'll ever meet. Uh, pretty sure everyone could beat me up if they really tried. But, you know, there's nothing that you – there's nothing that compares to that feeling of sort of like it's the heavyweight championship of the world and it's the two best in the business. We finally get to see them walk down the tunnel. You have that anticipation and they're going to lock themselves in a cage and go at it. It's such an exciting sort of feeling and you get nervous and you get excited. You get all those feelings. And that's how I was feeling about this, this Bombers Argos game. I was like, finally, we get to see these two teams go at it. And I just wanted that for the CFL. I wanted it to be the thing that we were talking about. And I don't know, I look down South and I see the excitement down Eugene for that Oregon Colorado game. Finally getting to see how Colorado matches up with one of the top programs in the States. About how excited I'm already feeling about the Bills and and the Dolphins, Tua and Josh Allen going at it this weekend. And, you know, those are the games. That's what we live for. It's it's the fun thing that football delivers. You only get one game a week. So the big ones are really big. And this one between the Bombers and the Argos was gonna be really big. Um and yeah, that's what it comes down to. I'm just disappointed that it's not. I was excited. We were all excited. I will say, though, you know, we're only a week away. The Bombers' next game is in Vancouver against the Lions, which is going to have everything on the line for the West Division. So I can sit here and complain. I can sit here and feel sorry for myself. But the reality is we're only a week away from the next big blockbuster game. And I got a feeling that neither the Lions or Bombers are going to be resting anybody because they're going to be trying to secure that West Division title. So, you know still stuff to look forward to it's not all doom and gloom here and live from the 55 um or in the cfl it's too bad that that game's not going to be 
a blockbuster, but we got more coming and, you know, the rest of the weekend's sort of fun. I think that the Riders, Lions, eh, expect the Lions at home to win that one, but the Riders could sure use it. Um, yeah, Montreal-Ottawa. Montreal's coming off a big win over Calgary. Ottawa's coming off a big win uh, last weekend as well. Then you got Calgary-Hamilton, which we're going to talk about with Louis. So uh, it's, a, it's a sort of, it's a good slate. Look, they're all big games at this time of the year. It's end of September, and there's you know the playoff races are on. Every team is fighting for their lives. There's so much negativity around Calgary right now. I think fans in Regina are beginning to get pretty stressed out. So, um, yeah, we got lots to look forward to. There's teams that can sort of stop the bleeding. There are teams that can carry the momentum forward. It's too bad that Argos Bombers game for like the zillionth time in this intro. It's too bad that that's not what we thought it was going to be. But hey. You know, count your blessings, right? And uh, especially on a day like today, um, you know, hug the people you love, be grateful for for the good things. So, um, all right, let's get to Louie. We're going to get to Sean Lemon after that real quick. Thanks to our sponsors at Mog Pubs, Fraser, and Fig. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, let's go. Guys, let's say you're having a party. Let's say you're having a picnic. Let's say you're having any occasion. I got to talk to you about Fraser and Fig. I love these guys here in Martin Loop couple storefronts down from our studio here fraser and fig man these guys do these delicious elevated cheese and charcuterie boxes you know they're made with all these fresh artisanal ingredients on-demand grazing pickup delivery you got it just let them know what you want they will get it to you honestly i'm such a big fan i had a picnic a little while ago i brought one of their curated boxes and it was a huge hit i looked great people loved it were hungry they weren't hungry anymore these ready to go boxes they got them in four sizes all their boxes come with meat cheese dried fruit fresh fruit nuts olives pickles and carrots their selections vary from month to month choices are always new you know just because you've had one doesn't mean you've had them all i love fraser and fig i love having them as a sponsor they're the best make sure you check them out tell them from the 55 sent you all right louis buddy good to have you back man how you been how's the summer uh, the summer was great. Uh, it's it's an honor to be back on the show. Like I said, anytime I can return the favor of the the hundreds of times that you join me on my shows, uh, I'm happy to jump at the opportunity. Happy to be back. Summer was good. Uh, flew by too fast. I uh, started a new thing at work at CHCH. We launched our uh, CHCH podcast, uh, which is brand new. And uh, so for the second time in about three years, uh, I helped launch a podcast network, uh, which is okay. yeah, apparently my thing uh, now, I guess. So that's, that's I mean, there's worse things to be in, right? Uh, you see what's, Dan Lebatard yeah. get all these, all these deals. But. <laughs> what's, uh, what's that podcast called? Let's give it a... Uh, so, it so we have a couple. So CHCH podcast, uh, it's a brand new uh, channel that we launched. Uh, just a podcast network. Uh, so we have one now called Newsmakers, in which I uh, sit down with uh, just somebody from the community, talk about the issues of the day. Uh, and then we have our uh, Trending Now podcast, which is based on our weekly show, which is Monday to Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on CHCH. It's called Trending Now, and uh, it's just a recap of the week. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's I, I joke that it was, you know, I, I fought so long to get onto television in my career. I was a radio guy for so long. Uh, and then I get to be on TV and then within a year they're like, Hey, why don't you do podcasts? So it's hard not to take that one personally. Uh, apparently that's all the viewers could take. Uh, but no, it was, uh, it's a lot of summer, long summer trying to put it all together. You know, the tie cats, uh, giving me that emotional roller coaster, uh, the blue Jays <laughs> doing the same thing. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a summer that's gone by too quickly for sure. Um, I will at the end, ask you about your bells. But sure. we got to stick with CFL. People will be That's mad okay. Today. Um, That's you, okay. Said, you said you said it, man. Like a roller coaster for the Tigers. Like I have no idea what this team is. Like I have less idea yeah. now. I feel like I've been saying that all season. But it also 
does. Like, so I guess here's what my lead question. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, like, look at the difference Scott Milanovic has made. Is that is that like in Hamilton generally the consensus? Like, okay, wow, what a what an addition this guy has been. I think so. I think you know, there's you know, Joe Joel Figueroa's injury up and down. You know, that offensive line showed a lot of consistency week in week out. You got Jordan Murray back, who is a huge part of the team uh, on their route to the 2021 uh, you know Great Cup final. At least um, getting him back was huge, and then. Once again, Joel Figueroa goes down with an injury. So, you know, we've talked about it, I'm sure, how important it is for an offensive line or for a team success, you know, how how it comes down to, to the, the, the trenches and, you know, offensive line, defensive line. And, and for the Cats, that hasn't been a spot of consistency for them. I mean, it has in some spots. You know, Revenberg, one of the most consistent players in the CFL and, you know, one of those guys who will will likely, you know, I would hope makes a case for a Hall of Fame career. Um, I think so. Just because he's he's in there every day. I think he's only missed one game because of injury in his entire career. You know, he's the leader on that offensive line. And you still got guys like Chris Van Zyl hanging around who are, you know, giving great advice. And I know Chris is fighting tooth and nail to get his way back into the lineup uh, to be healthy for to be out there with his teammates but back to your point I mean the consistency on the offensive line kind of fell out and I want to get to something you uh said Danny a couple of weeks ago some of you tweeted out maybe I miss misread the tweet but there's something about this Argos team man um you know the, the only two losses in their last five games both come against the Toronto Argonauts and watching them in person at the Labor Day Classic watching the game a couple of weeks ago uh, or last week, excuse me. The Argos are just a very, very good football team. So I'm not making excuses for the Ticats, but there was that momentum. It's like, okay, they've won a few games. Taylor Powell's looking better. They beat Winnipeg at home. And then they go into Toronto, and, I mean, they didn't really put up a fight. It, it was it was a, tr- a game that Toronto really had. But, Danny, I, I think you might be right. This Toronto Argonauts team might be one of the most talented teams I think at least I've seen. In a very long yeah. time, and and you know, I think it's well. I think it's the coaching, uh, you know, the the pieces that they have there, the 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 consistency from last year to this year, the way they go about their business, they know what it takes to win because they've won, and they're repeating a lot of the same things we saw them do last year. Um, I, you know, I, I think the Ticats are a better football team than they were under Tommy Kendall. That's no offense to Tommy Condell whatsoever. He is a great offensive mind. He will do whatever, you know, there's going to be a ton of teams, CFL otherwise, asking about his services come the offseason. But it is a different team. Taylor Powell is getting more consistent. It's just hard, yeah, to take those two steps forward and then that one step back uh, against the Argos. Because, again, it's that tweet that you sent out, Danny, that that really is stuck in my head the last few weeks. It's just, just how good is this Toronto Argonauts team. They're, they're resting players, you know, week 16, week 17. Um, they have the division locked up. They're going to host a playoff game. And, you know, I think it's going to be everything in the East's power to make sure that they're not playing at Tim Hortons Fields come November 17th. But mm-hmm. uh, the way they've looked and the way they've been coached and everything is pointing in that direction, I wouldn't even bet against them going up against Winnipeg. I know Winnipeg still has a lot to play for, but – I don't know. They're they're a good football team, and I don't think you know the Ticats are the second best team in the East. I, I don't think that's too much of a hot take. I think they are, but the fact is the Toronto Argonauts are way up here, and the Ticats are are not quite at that level right now. Yeah, and I mean I think that one way or another, I mean, we know the East semifinal is going to be <laughs> Hamilton and, and Montreal. Like there's yeah. no like there's no yeah. intrigue there. Yeah. Um, 
if anyone wants to tell me like, oh, well, maybe if the stamps win, they, but like, that's like, it's not really, it's not no. even a possibility. Um, so it's all just about whether that game is in Montreal or in Hamilton. Um, but like, it, it's fascinating. Cause if like, Hey, the Ticats are a team that to me, they get hot in the back half of the year. Like that's just been their identity yep. for the last little while. Um, and there were some like low points this season where I had some pretty major questions about them, but I, I don't really have those questions. As you said, if you lose to the Argos, every team has lost to the Argos, except when Chad Kelly got hurt against the stamps. Like that is the yeah. only game they have lost. They are, you are right. They are the benchmark right now. And I still think that like the way I even talk about the CFL is the bombers is, as sort of the team that I'm most scared of, but that's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. If Chad Kelly was playing in Winnipeg, I would be picking uh, the Argos to win. But if you're the Ticats, I mean, you have that advantage where if you can somehow get into second, which is not out of the out of the question at all. I mean, you're taking buses. You're not flying. The at least the the East playoffs would not be impossible. Well, and you know the Ticats, they show up in Toronto in playoff games. You know, you go back mm-hmm. a couple of years in that game. And that sent them uh, to the Great Cup in, in 2021. I mean, they're not they're they they Ticats fans travel well. Uh, you know, this Saturday, uh, you know, fifteen thousand. I, I guess you know, I always go back to that the, the crowd in in uh, in Toronto and 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 you know the the impact of of having the best team in the CFL and the biggest market, but still getting fifteen thousand. I know Mike Hogan is working his butt off to get butts in the seats there. And oh, yeah. you know, I it's give them amazing. all the credit. I give them all the credit in the world for the type of fans they're reaching out to, you know, new Canadians, big groups, um, different parts of the city. But uh, you know, I, I you and I probably exchanged text messages like, do we owe Dave Naylor a, 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 an apology about you know what he said about Chad Kelly going into the year? But yeah. you know, if Chad Kelly can't put butts in the seats, if a defending Great Cup champion can't, and I get this is a little tangent I'm getting off on here about you know just CFL in Toronto being <laughs> the so whole close. idea of this podcast is just talk about what uh, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. but and that's what I mean. Like it's a little tangent where it's like we, we're sitting here praising Toronto and and just what a good team they are and just how entertaining they are and how much fun they are to watch and just how good they are. But at the same time, like as somebody who loves this league and wants to see it succeed, you know, the number one thing people are talking about, maybe rightfully, wrongfully so is, is Carrie Underwood this week. Right. Yeah. yeah. As, as good as the Argos are, you know, it's well, Carrie Underwood is going to play the great cup festival. So that's, that's a big deal. I just, I just wish, you know, more people in this part of the country specifically, you know, where I am in the GTHA, um, we're, we're more on board with, uh, with the bandwagon there for that team in the double blue. Cause it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 we all want this league to succeed. Anyone who says otherwise, even it's yeah. league's harshest critics. And, and you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Good friend of both of ours. Like, uh, you know, a rash, a rash isn't rooting for the team to lose. Isn't rooting for the league to lose. Nope. Yeah, you know, fans assume that's what it is. We all want the league to be successful. If you can't capitalize on the best team in the biggest market, the defending Great Cup champions, like I, we need to look at at some changes in in some aspect to find out yeah. what's going wrong. Right? It's a case study of like, okay, what's going wrong? There's enough business school students. There's enough SBMA students across the country who can look into the Great Cup, look in the CFL, and think. Okay, what's going wrong? Because seriously, that that's the biggest thing that's bothering me right now. Well, and it's why I sent out that tweet about the Argos, though, because like again, they do have, and it's not going to happen because they are going to rest players and they're going to drop one or two of these games over the next couple weeks, which is like that's what happens when you're twelve and one. You earn the right to not play your best players. I have no criticism, but like, I it sometimes bugs me that like there's not 
that conversation about the history. Like we're like, yeah. oh, the history is what makes this league matter. The history is well, if the Argos are chasing the record for all time best regular season record, that's all we should be talking about. Like that's all like the national conversation in terms of this league should be about them doing that. It's why I've got knock on wood, Sean Lemon coming on after you, because Sean Lemon's about to get 100 sacks. And I think it's important. Yeah. And like, we have to talk about the history. And I understand that, you know, we want to give as much as possible equal time to every, all nine teams. But when one team is so far in a, in a way, the best, and like, whatever people want to say, like the Bombers have lost four games. Like the, like we can't talk about yeah. them. Like, yes, yeah. they're one and two, and maybe one and two A and two B with the Lions, but like, there is only one best team in the league this year. Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, there was a while where if you were in the West, it just, you know, 2016 to 18, you just had a couple losses on your schedule because you had to play the Stampeders. And then it sort of became you had a couple losses on your schedule because you played the Bombers. And now it's in, if you're in the East, you have a couple losses because you played the Argos. And it's actually like it's made the East more interesting because like Montreal and Hamilton, like I don't know if it's getting talked about out east i don't know what those media markets are doing but like they are right on top of each other yeah oh absolutely and, and you know what i think that you because the expectations you know we talked about you know, we started this conversation obviously talking about the tie cats um, the expectations were so high you know you, you trade for bo levi mitchell in gray cup week mind you right like day yep. one of gray cup week <laughs> you're a team that's not playing in it but you're gonna make a huge splash by acquiring the rights to bo levi mitchell then Bo goes on, you know, TSN says, I'm not making a decision before. So now you have to put that full court press. And I'm sure it was a negotiation tactic on Bo's part. Why wouldn't it be? Then you have to put the full court press on. You're showing him the city. You're bringing him to houses that he might like. You're talking to him about the community. You're, you're selling him on the city. You're selling him on that three-year deal. So now you got, okay, you signed him. So expectations were always going to be sky high. They were host, they, they're hosting the Grey Cup. That's been on the calendar for years, right? And then when they didn't, when the start of the season didn't match the expectations, which wrongfully or rightfully, I think I've learned that consistency year in, year out is so important in this league, man. Like like having guys who know the system, who know the coaches and, you know, going into it, maybe I should have been more cautious that, hey, there's a lot of new pieces on this Ticats team. And I remember a few weeks in asking that question to the guys being like, how is it gelling? Like, what is it like building chemistry? Because there were so many new faces on defense. You know, Bo Levi running the offense, and, and there weren't those long-term I mean, guys. Yeah, yeah other you than know, Jameer there's no Thurman, one right? I love. Yeah, there's no one I, like, respect more than Jameer Thurman in the league, but he's having to step into a new system. I mean, we've seen how good he is. But yeah. that, that's never going to be a perfect transition. No, and again, the expectations were set so high, and then Bo goes down, and then Matt Schultz goes down, and now you're, who is Taylor Powell? And I, <laughs> I give Taylor Powell a lot of praise. I th- a praise. I think he's looked much better every game, game, game in and game out. Um, I think last week again with the asterisk that it was against the Argonauts, and that asterisk being the Argonauts are so good, I think maybe he took a little bit of a regression. I saw people calling for Matt Schultz. Um, but I, I, I really like Taylor Powell. He's a young kid. You know, this yeah. is a guy who wasn't expected to take a single snap, right? Best case scenario, he doesn't play this season. And now he's going out there, he's scrambling, he's making things happen with his legs, uh, and he's learning the game week in and week out. And I think that's really important when it comes to building the success of and this doing league. doing it behind, as you mentioned, an offensive line that's 
got some influence, right? Yeah, Only absolutely. More difficult. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, a change in coordinator, right? I mean, Tommy Condell, the way players talked about Tommy Condell, you know, before they agreed to part ways, uh, him and the team, um, Taylor Powell was one of them. I remember asking Taylor after one of his first starts or one of his first appearances, you know, what he got out of Tommy. And he almost got emotional talking about just mm-hmm. the kind of coach Tommy was. Now you're bringing in Scott Milanovic. Scott Milanovic hadn't been around all season. He was on the coaching staff. But we're talking about somebody who was coaching from, from Florida, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got a new coach, a new play system, the changes on offensive line. And he's handled himself really well. He's going to be one of those players I'm going to be excited to watch in the next few years. Um, how that works with Bo Levi's uh, two years and five hundred thousand, you know, seven hundred fifty thousand remaining. It's on going contract. to be one of the big stories that we watch this off season. Like I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I you know what, and I and, and I, you know you and I both probably the same character. I I'd love to see Bo Levi back this season. I would love to see him hit the field. The CFL is is a better league when when guys like that are out there and healthy. Uh, and playing at their best. But Taylor Powell is one of those players that I'm really excited to watch. Um, and he seems to be building uh, chemistry with Tim White. Um, Tim White. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's another one of those players. I, I think I would classify him as a bona fide star in this league right now. Um, he can make big plays. He puts up consistent numbers. I think well, they signed Darrell Walker today too, yeah. right? Who like- <laughs> so, yeah, Darrell Walker. So that one's funny. I mean, not funny, but a uh, buddy I work with at uh, CHCH, he came up to me, huge Ticats fan. He's like, man, you know, Ticats signing Darrell Walker would have been huge five years ago. And then you started thinking like, yeah, I think Darrell Walker still got something in the tank. You know, Duke Williams had something in the tank, like just a little bit, but I, I think they're just they're down bodies. They they need places in. I haven't been to practice. I'm gonna be honest. My my full time jobs kept me pretty busy, but uh, uh, you know I, I I don't know. I'm not ready to write the Ticats off. To your point, they're gonna play in the East semifinal, whether they host it or whether they have to go to Montreal. I you know I, I would give the edge to the Ticats despite the fact Montreal has the season series right now. You know if based on what I've seen the last. Five weeks by both teams. I think, you know, Ticats might get the edge in that, but 
they're they're going to be four. They have a chance of being four quarters away from the Grey Cup. You've added the fact the Grey Cup is in Hamilton. I don't know what kind of motivation is that coach Steinauer will say, we know where the game is. It's not a factor, but wouldn't you like, just as a, as a tie cat, the fact that the Argos could be <laughs> in your locker room on November 17th, 2023, popping bottles in your right. locker room. You know, with uh, with the tie, you know, you can tape off that tiger in the middle of the room. You can rope it off however you want. It's still your locker room. I that's enough motivation for me if I'm on the freaking tie cats, thinking like, damn, like I don't want the art because the Argos are gonna get home field advantage. That means they're gonna get the nicer room, which is the tie cats locker room. So yeah, man, I don't I don't know. I think I wouldn't count out the tie cats. Long the stamps still talk about Cheers. celebrating in the Edmonton locker room in 2018. I still <laughs> right? hear stories about it. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and you, there's a lot of stamp there's a lot of former stamps on this team. So I mean, like I there's the guys know what it takes. Um yeah, I, I I think it's fun. I think we're set up for a really exciting finish to the year. Um I have to give a shout out to my my not my poor Ottawa, but the Ottawa Red Blacks, man. Like uh, like I think about like I think about I, yeah I think about like uh, you know Baines out there uh, he does a great or did a great job covering the team I think about AJ Jakubic like those guys who have covered this team like I don't know like the thing about the Tigers it could be worse you could be a Red Blacks fan <laughs> right because like that that team is struggling right now but I'm excited for a final few weeks of the regular season and uh, bring on the playoffs man now that falls here it's uh, I'm ready for I'm ready for playoff football. Beautiful. Lou, I'm going to let you go. I got Sean Lemon here. So thank oh, you so much. I know. Wow, we didn't even um, talk about my Bills. Go Bills. Not, go Bills. Sacks. So, uh, Louie, buddy, we'll talk soon. Sean Lemon, buddy, what's happening? What's going on, my man? How you doing? Not a whole lot, man. Um, let's just jump right into it. 99 Sacks, how you feeling? Feeling amazing, man. Just uh, just thankful, man. It's like, you, you know, I've talked to you before when I was, wasn't on the team and you know, how things change quick and just, you know, control what you can control, you know? Yeah. I mean, I never had any doubt once you got signed. I like, I know you, you're productive. When you tell me that you're in football shape, I have known you for long enough to know that that means you're in football shape and you're going to be ready to go. But like, even I can admit, I did not expect you to be, you're at what, seven already this season? Yeah, I'm at seven right now. Um, it's just, honestly, it wasn't even about the like, as crazy as it may sound, like it was just I was just worried about getting on a team, getting in on a team where I could, you know, come in and have an instant impact. Just being given an opportunity, man. Like that's all I wanted was the opportunity. I know I'd run away from there. Yeah. Um, and how is it? I mean, it, it looks like this Montreal team, I, mean, I, I watched you guys up close, obviously, this week. It looks like you guys, like, man, there's like a brotherhood with that, that group already. Eh? Yeah, we're having fun, man. We're having fun. Um, Coach Thorpe's doing an amazing job. Just like he understands my skill set, you know, he's he's letting me line up anywhere, you know, just create matchups and just put me in position to go out and do what I do best. Um, I you don't have to answer, but was it nice getting two against? I mean, I'm sure you would have loved to have gotten three and gotten to 100, but against Calgary with poetic justice. <laughs> <laughs> Poetic justice. No, it was amazing, man. It was fun. I always loved playing in that atmosphere. And this time of year, I was saying that as we were boarding the plane to go to Calgary, I'm like, you guys, you don't understand, like, this this brisk breeze and playing in Calgary in the fall, like, it's yeah, going to feel amazing. so refreshing. And I got to go to my, my treatment lady out there, 
you know, uh, so I got so my body was feeling nice and right for the game, so I knew it would be a big game. I told my mom that the night before. I'm like, yeah, I feel amazing. Like, I think I'm going to get it tomorrow. And I probably would have gotten it if Cody didn't throw the ball away as I'm taking it down to the ground, so. I, like, literally, like, I mean, I, I, I'd asked all the guys, and they all they all love you, right? I know you still, despite being on a different team, you and Rose and Wigan and all those guys, like, it's those relationships are are more than just kind of one when you're on the same team and they were all laughing they were like yeah he's gonna go for 100 like we know he wants it <laughs> <laughs> and then i almost laughed when you got the interception on the first drive and yeah. i was like look i mean the interception's great but there's a part of me that was like would he have wanted that that to be a sack oh yeah <laughs> well, definitely in the perfect world i would have threw the ball back to jake and sacked him. <laughs> no we need to whatever way i can be disruptive and create turnovers for us to get the ball back to score and or for us to get momentum to to win games, like we're we're going into that, we were on a four game losing streak. Like three of those games could have went either way, but we needed to win bad. So you know, whatever I can do, I walked into that game knowing whatever I can do to be as disruptive as possible. That's what I'm gonna do. Can I ask what does a hundred mean to you? Because it's like it's a huge milestone that so few players in CFL history have ever achieved. And I've already, I mean, I've said you're a Hall of Famer whether you get to 100 or or not, but um, it's got to, d- does this mean something to you? Like, is it a moment where you're able to kind of reflect on yeah, what you've accomplished? Means, on your- it means a lot, you know, like talking about it now, the job's not done. I have that mentality always, but it means a lot because I understand, like I've dealt with adversity from when I had six sacks, you know, I got cut from Edmonton. And just thinking about all the times I've been cut, just thinking about all the times I've been judged and, you know, and try to be ran out of this league, you know, so just believing in myself when no one else did, just putting that work in, not knowing the, knowing the unknown of, of, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get a job. I don't know if I'm like coming off an all-star season, not knowing if you're going to get a job. That sounds crazy, right? But yeah. just believing when no one else would. I feel like anybody else would have gave up, would have said, you know what, I'm done with this. You know, but, you know, I know what I want in life. I know what I want, and I'm just going to always go after it. I'm always going to bet on myself and believe in my ability. Is it, like, for you, too, like, for me, I look at I look at your career, and I don't – obviously, the stats are kind of hard to get right now, but I look at your numbers, and, like, it is the consistency. Like, it is year in, year out, you know what you're getting from Sean Lemon, and that's been true for, what, like a decade now. Um, oh, look who we got. One second. I, I got – I got one of your guys. <laughs> oh my god! What are you? What are you stalking me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Good. <laughs> What's going on, Flo? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, you know, as I wrote you, obviously it's a huge milestone for for Lemon. So you know, wanted to have you on. You guys have been teammates. Just uh, I kind of want to celebrate it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh damn! Big, big con- what is going on? Big congrats. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to do some, yeah. we're about to do some one-on-ones. It's like the Calgary reunion. The, the <laughs> guys that they got rid of. <laughs> hey man, the boys look like the boys look like they need to hop on the phone and say, "Please, please." Still uh, <laughs> <laughs> employed, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, nah, man. I just wanted to hop on here real quick, man, because I know, I know, one hundred. We knocking on the door, one hundred, baby. Hey, man, got a, hey, got a tough task this week, man. Got the bruisers and the coach, man. We'll see. Woohoo! I don't. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and we'll also say, child, please. Man, he said that, not me. <laughs> nah, man, what, what is, how, many, how many games our boys got left? Four? Five? Got four games left. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You what? You only got six games? You got, you got seven sacks? There you go, man. Hey, man, I'm just <laughs> hey, listen. I'm just. I'm listen. I'm just a fan now. I'm just a oh, fan. I'm just oh, asking man. questions. He's a consultant. I'm too, just man. a fan. Man. Hey, all the Olaf. Hey, listen. I'll be listen. I'll be. I'll be watching both. All of them. Watch you know what it is. Derek Dennis tells me what moves to do. It was telling me what moves. To do. <laughs> hey, hey. Sure, I I, I'll have, take. Bro. I'll take that too. <laughs> hey, listen. If you need advice, yo, hey, if you need a quick text at halftime, like yo, what you see? Your, uh, hey, bro. <laughs> Wow, I want one of those real quick. Get it, get it when when Lemon when Lemon was in the crib, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Lemon, what you said? <laughs> hey, listen, we all spent a lot of time together, man. We all spent a lot of time. I know everybody moves. I know they. I know their strengths. I know their weaknesses, man. That's it, is man. Student of the game, man. That's and the thing is, a lot of guys don't understand. You get to a certain level and a certain skill set. Everybody is good at this level. So you got to take yeah. that, that the knowledge that you gain from watching film to find ways to, to be successful. And, you know, I've, I've seen that with Flo a lot this year, like his efficiency. One thing we talked about all offseason was, I don't want them pressures. Like, I don't want the pressures. <laughs> we want to cash in. Hey, that ghost shoulder, Flo, that ghost shoulder is, is, is money for you, man. You need, to, you need to break that out a little more this year. But you yeah. hit that ghost shoulder, that joint. I drink go, especially when you go. Most tackles in the East don't like the game. So that goes yeah. for money. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. DN, that's you know five seven. So. Hey, when they gonna rest you? Bro? <laughs> I see everybody else getting rest, but you, man. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want rest. Your week off? I don't want rest. But not, you want I'm rest? Here to, I'm, here to go one, I'm here to go hey, one and zero. Right now, it's what? What day is this? It's it's Wednesday. Flow plays on Friday. You got four days. You got four days. You got four days. Don't let me finish with more packages. Sure, you know I'm around the way. I'm leaving with something. Hey, listen. Hey, it happened. They, they did that to them last year, man. Don't don't let it get to the last week and you right on the cusp and they say, hey, man, take a take a break, buddy. Well, I mean, I know I'm gonna have to sit out one game, so I gotta I gotta start. Really? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you gotta know. pick it up. Yeah. Who got the lead right now? Is it Bets? Bets. How many he got? Fourteen. He got fourteen. He got like twelve, 12 in the first 12. six, seven weeks. Like it was... what happened when Derek didn't <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's that's the truth, though. You see, you see what happened when I'm at home. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. We need bone. We need bone crush, Edmonton got bone. two BNs. They got ten, right? That's who's in second place, AC and, yeah. and Serezna? Yeah, you got Bryce Carter on Ottawa with 11, and then Serezna and AC Ooh. Leonard with 10, and then you got Flo with 9. Bryce Carter, who that? It's uh, the D. <laughs> oh, is that, is, that, is that 58? Yeah, he's pretty solid. Yeah. I like this game. He's good. Yeah, no, nah, he's playing yeah. solid. He's playing solid. I watched him one game. He, he kind of flashed for me. Yeah, he's good. So, you, so Lem, you in what, like fifth place right now? What? Uh, hey, what, what yeah. Come- yeah, I mean, there's only five guys. Hey, with that's more. crazy. Listen, listen, that's actually that's very impressive for you to just come off the couch seven weeks ago and you're in fifth place already. Hey, man, I mean, yeah, Sean Lemon, I told you what, what, what we say, death tax. Hey, hey, what I say, Instagram, hey, listen, you better take your flowers now while you can get it, bro. You're a living legend, man. You keep you keep wanting to be humble 
You wasn't that humble last week. Cause I saw you. I saw the extras after the sex. I saw the talking. Hey, so you wasn't being that humble last week. So I want, I want that same energy the rest of the season. So hey, we gonna turn up, bro. I love playing with a chip. <laughs> I want that same energy you was bringing rest of the season because you was hitting up with moves that I only seen when I played you. Hey man, Carla, Carla, you be sandbagging with the moves, bro. You be, you, you, you be holding, you be holding extra clips, and then you bring it, you back it out. I went to see Carla. I went to see Carla and got some treatment for <laughs> two hours a day before the game, so body was feeling fresh. <laughs> with that Calgary breeze, you know. Hey, Carla, get you right though. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, guys, this is amazing. Thank you. I just wanted to celebrate Sean Lemon a little bit. 99 sacks. That's crazy. Hey, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I promise you we I wouldn't take up too much of your time. We're going to finish season 105. Uh, we going to get Flow up next. Flip the 100. He up yeah. next. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It, you have a long, a long, a long, long time of doing it. I'm still in, my, in the beginning, so. Hey, what, the next I got, I got long, ain't I got, got like 60. 60, right? 55? You can catch that in three, four years. Yeah, I think I think Willie's next. thing he has like 50-something. That's crazy. Well, man, that's a big gap. So you said it's not me. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's a big gap, man. Living legend, man. Hey, listen, when they give you a bronze buster, say shout-out to Derek Dennis, right? <laughs> hey, Derek Dennis, hey, thanks for your contributions to this 100. Nah, listen, listen. First of all, my name is only on one of those sets. Let's not play that game. My name's only on one of those. Let's not play that game. And, and, and it was a twist. It had nothing to do with me. Tackles who contribute, all the quarterbacks who contribute to this. Yeah, listen, my name's on one of them. Out of, out of, out of the 99, my name's on one. I got 99 problems. There's only one. All right, man. I need everybody to, hey, everybody to get me a massage, man. I'll talk to y'all. All right. That was fun. Had to bring a couple of the old... Uh, Stamps guys back in, Fuller and Ormolade, now with the Toronto Argonauts. Man, sitting there, he's got what? I think I said nine sacks. So, yeah, he's right near the top of the league. And then, yeah, Derek Dennis. Been a guest a couple times on here. Obviously, you know, legend, one of the top offensive linemen, left tackles of the last 10 years in the CFL. So, you know, they both know Lemon, just wanted to bring them in and, uh, yeah, give them the opportunity to give him a little bit of a shout-out. So, um yeah, we're going to throw to the sponsors and then do a little bit of an outro here. Um, and yeah, let's do that. Guys, what are you doing tonight? I don't know what you're doing tonight. You're probably looking for something. Guys, you got to go check out Mug's Pub. This is probably my favorite pub in the city, 1330 15th Avenue Southwest, right in the Beltline. Honestly, they do it all. I, for years, played trivia on Wednesday nights at Mug's. It's the best trivia night in the city. Other nights, they got music. They got specials every single night. Some of the best food and drink specials in the entire city are at Mugs Pub. You want wine. You want beer. You want cocktails. They got it all. Big fan of their fish and chips. They got some amazing pizza. You want to watch the game? They got TV screens. You want to just have a drink with friends? Perfect spot to do it. You want to have some food? As I said, it's delicious. Mugs Pub. We love having them as a sponsor. We love having them just down the road from us here at our studios. Check out Mugs Pub. They're the best. All right. That was awesome. Really appreciate uh, Derek and Flo stopping in there, saying what's up. Um, you know, I don't know. I love the CFL for stuff like that. Just texted those guys yesterday, said, hey, any chance you want to pop on, just congratulate the guy on 100. And they said yes, and uh, awesome of them that they did. Um, truly, that's hilarious. And, and, you know, they're the best guys, I'm sure you can see. I just kind of sat back and smiled because I love those guys and figured their dynamic is better than anything I can 
can add. So um, thank you to Derek. Thank you to Flo. Thank you to Lemon. And thank you to, to Louie. Uh, we got a couple minutes here before we, before we finish up. And, you know, we talked a little bit in the intro about the schedule uh, this week. And I, I, I don't know. I don't have really much to add there. Uh, the Toronto Winnipeg game. Slightly less interesting than it should have been. I was very disappointed in the intro. I'm not going to go back into that. But, you know, this Raiders Lions game, it looks like Dominic Grimes is back. That one's sort of, sort of fun. I'm just so intrigued by these Lions. It feels like they started so strong, maybe had a little bit of a blip there in the middle of the year. And I think I was saying, like, oh, I don't have them in my top tier anymore. And at this point, realistically, my top tier is Toronto. And then my tier system's a mess. Let's just be straight up with that. I intended on doing a three tier system. There's like, eight tiers in this league, uh, nine teams, eight tiers. Don't ask me to explain it, but you know, I do think that the lions look, I, they're dead and for it. They're tied with the bombers for first in the West. And I, I don't know, you know, that's where I thought they were at the beginning. It's not where I thought they were through August and now they're hanging in there. And I think they're going to comfortably beat the riders. You know, they're at home. Um, this is a, this is a lion's team that again, I, I suspect both of the teams at the top of the West are going to be sort of 11 and four because I think the Bombers beat the Argos without Chad Kelly. So very, we got a nice race and that sets up next week's game between the Bombers and the Lions. That now has officially become the biggest game of the year. I don't think either of those teams are resting anybody. They want that West final uh, at home. And yeah, either way, you know, not the world's most intriguing game, but both those teams have a whole lot to play for. And let's be honest, the Riders win. And I still think already like, I don't really think that there's much of a race here for that third place spot in the West, but I do think that with a Riders win, um, officially we can declare both Stamps and Elks done. Um, I, again, I already think they're done. I don't want anyone. I, I don't think. Well, who knows? Calgary beats Hamilton, and you have a head-to-head. You just need the Riders to lose every game, and I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about here. This is a. I'm really trying to make something intriguing out of a. A run of games here that I don't think are all that intriguing. Ottawa, Montreal. I, I do think, as we were talking with Louis, there is a race for second in the East, and it's a it's a good race. You know, Alouettes at seven and seven, Ticats at six and eight. Um, so if you're Montreal, who were on a bit of a losing streak, then just came in, had a real nice win over Calgary. That was that was an impressive victory. Uh, I know that people are focused on how bad Calgary was, but Montreal was was really good too. So you'd expect them to beat Ottawa, although Ottawa is also is also coming off a win uh you know for all the talk about a bad Ottawa is they're four and ten you know they have the same record as the as the Calgary Stampeders and you know the Elks are only a game or they're they're only worse technically because they played one more game so who knows I don't know I'm just trying to I'm just saying who knows a bunch here and then Calgary Hamilton Calgary's got to be better if they're gonna if they're gonna win this game I'm I've I've, I've said this enough times I I think that there's too much talent for this Calgary team to be where they are in the standings, but sometimes things just don't go your way. You got a long injury list. I, 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 it just hasn't come together and it has been difficult at times to watch and to cover. And I understand why fans are, are disappointed. I think we all need to remember that it's been 20 years of of pretty much uninterrupted success here in Calgary and, and people need to maybe chill, but you know, Hey, as I've been saying for like six weeks, if you're the stamps, you need to win this one. This is must win. It's even more must win now because if you lose, you're in trouble. Beyond that, I'll, I'll say that I, I've started sort of looking at at, at end of season awards. Uh, I, I don't think that there's much intrigue. I'm most outstanding player. I'm either Busby or Ballantyne. I'm going to have one of sort of the, the Calgary regulars on here and, and do a bit of a breakdown in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, 
I think it's important you start talking about these now so that you're watching closely. It gives you something a little bit extra to to pay attention to. But I, I look, Chad Kelly is going to be most outstanding player. I don't know how he can't be. I, I don't actually think that there's a compelling argument for anyone else. Uh, he's been absolutely exceptional this year, and all he's done is win, and that's the number one most important thing. Um, I was looking at, you know, three down, had their uh, midseason, and they had Matthew Betts as, as most outstanding defensive player. I think that's probably... Um, He's probably still the front runner. I, I haven't dug in enough. I had Willie Jefferson early in the season, probably, despite not having the sack numbers. I just thought the the way that he impacted plays, uh, he had to be there. And there's got to be someone on Toronto, too, that the defense is sick. Um, yeah, I mean, Toronto 13, eh, they played one less game, so the points against doesn't really matter. And I'm not going to sit here and do math, make you podcast listeners listen to Danny Austin doing math. God help us all. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I do think Matthew Betts, I, I wouldn't fault anyone for voting for him. Um, he's definitely going to be most outstanding Canadian. I don't think that there's any argument there. Um, rookie has to be Dustin Crum, I think. I really like Clark Barnes here in Calgary. And I wish that the CFL, this is not a criticism. Don't take it as a criticism, but I wish the CFL just gave us, you know, here are the rookies, here are the eligible rookies much earlier than they do. Oh, we got Charleston. Um, second, I'm going to bring Charleston in. Charleston, you missed Lemon, man. I'm sorry. Oh! He <laughs> <laughs> had to go for treatment. So, uh, oh, man. I tried to, I tried how you to doing? catch him. I'm at work right now, man. Shoot, I would have known. I tried to catch him. Oh. No doubt. Big, well, big I mean, shout I, I will out say, to my uh, guy, Lim Dog, man, waking it to the Hunter Club. <laughs> <laughs> he'll appreciate that i'll send him the clip because i know he uh, i know you guys talk anyway so it's not really like this is a you know you have i'm sure he's heard from you but you're the you're what you're the last guy to hit 100 right before him 100 before oh, him yeah a little bit here yeah so i mean do you welcome him to the club is there something you send him um man i knew he was gonna do it though man you, you gotta think Lemon come from a rare breed of uh, pass rushers that just don't exist anymore. So he'll be the last of the Mohegans to, for a pretty long time to kind of hit those numbers. Yeah, there's no one else coming up behind him, really. Like, Willie's not, not particularly close. Well, that's, what I, that's so. what I mean. He's like the last of the Mohegans of a string of, like, really, really good pass rushers, guys who knew how to get to the quarterback, guys who can finish. And that don't come around very often. And I'm just happy that, uh, you know, my bloodline is still out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, all right, well, man, well, look, I'm going to let him know. I mean, I'm sure you're going to text him, but I appreciate you stopping in. I, um, I'll let you go unless you got anything you want to add, but I do appreciate it. Thank you. I don't got it. I don't got it. I don't, got, I don't got nothing to add, man. I just I just thought about it. I was on my computer just doing, like, invoices and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot the message limit. <laughs> I was like, let me jump on here real quick and, get, and, and, and say my piece. <laughs> well, I, man, I think he's he gonna... only got 99 right now, though, right? Yeah. He's, like, he's got, he got 99. He got 99 in Calgary. And you know how badly he wanted to get it against Calgary after they, they didn't re-sign him last year. I, I know um, he did. I know he did. But the thing is, is... I don't, I don't, I guess I, this is the one thing I will say is I don't think people realize what he's been through this year and what he's accomplished in a short amount of time this year. And with that being said, he probably should have won defensive player of the year last year. 
Yep. Because now look at the performance of what he's doing compared to what everybody else is doing in the league and even the defensive player of the year from last year, which is pretty much non-existent. Now you just look at what he's still able to do in a short amount of time and the least amount of games. Man, that's a great, great accomplishment right there. And it yes. just goes to show you like what Lemon is really capable of doing. Well, no, nah, man, it's why, like, I think that that hundred number is such a big deal to me is because like guys like you, like Odell, like him, like, man, you have to do it year after year after year. Like, you know, you, you don't get slowed down by, by the injuries. Like you just have to kind of be out there and doing it. And it's amazing, man. Like seven sacks in nine games when the guy wasn't out of training camp with that team, like had to sit out for two months and he just hits the ground running. Like that's, I, I don't think it's getting talked enough, man. It don't. It don't. It's just because it's, he's trying. They're trying to phase him out. They're trying to phase my guy out, man. But you know what? As long as you perform and you keep your play at a high level, none of that stuff matters because the numbers will show. So you could they can try to do whatever they want to try to you know make him obsolete. But the thing is, is he's gonna continue to perform. He's gonna continue to give you what he got. And I know there's a lot of teams out there who feel terrible and very sorry that they missed the opportunity to bring him in earlier. Because there's a lot of teams that I see right now and I watch film and they don't get the amount of, I guess, act activity that he's putting out there on the field at defensive end. Other teams aren't getting that from the guys they, they got right now, which it shows a lot from the scouting department, from management, from everybody that you got you to gotta take part in these, these older guys that are in the league that you need to keep around. I, I mean, I think we've seen that in Calgary that you need you need that vet, those veterans, right? Who like who carry it forward? And uh, I mean, I think the fact that I think Lemon is seventh in the league in sacks and he missed the first two months, like didn't have a team, like. <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. But the thing is, is I knew it was going to be a down year in sacks, anyways. I said the first one to ten might lead the league in sacks this year. Yeah. So now that I think I can't remember his name, uh, the Canadian guy out in BC. Matthew Betts, yeah. Betts, that's what it is. I was about to say Benoit, but I knew it was Betts. Uh, but yeah, Betts, you know, he's he's had 12 for quite some time now, and I don't even think he's he's cracked that 12 yet. I think, I mean, I could probably pull it up. Uh, let me just try to do this. League leaders. He's either at 12 or he might have gotten... One second. He's at 14 now, but he, he had 12 in the first like couple like month and a half of the year. So it's definitely slowed down. And like even Willie like was coming up yeah, right behind yeah. him. And like Willie hasn't had one in a while. But there you go. Oh, Lemon, yeah. It's hard to be consistent, man. So he's at four, he's at 14 now. So yeah, that's good then. Like I said, first one yeah. in 10 was gonna lead the league in sacks. So I don't see I don't see no reason why he still wouldn't be leading unless Lemon have a string of three sack games, but <laughs> But it's like knowing him, it's not out of the question, right? So, uh, and he's yeah, just heating up, man. Like, yeah. Uh, well, Charles, man, thank you for stopping in, man. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate it. You bet. There's. All right. Well, that was a nice surprise. Wasn't expecting that on the outro. Um, love Charles and Hughes. Wish he'd been able to get in with Derek and, and Flo and, and Lemon, but uh anyways guys that's a nice way to go out thank you to mugs pub thank you to fraser and vig thank you to you our listeners uh thank you to charleston to Flo, to lemon to derek dennis to louis thank you to everyone guys
Um, stay blessed. Stay safe. Cheers. <laughs>